My name is Luna Casey, and welcome to the New England Ghost Stories podcast, where every other week we will explore the legends, myths, and tales of hauntings in and around New England. Whether you are a believer of things that go bump in the night or not, we hope you'll enjoy these chilling tales of the supernatural. Growing up in the south coast of Massachusetts, we couldn't help but hear about how Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 whacks. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. So it is only fitting that we begin this, our first episode, with the story of Lizzie Borden. The year was 1892. 28 years after the American Civil War ended. Fall River, Massachusetts was a city with thriving textile mills and a busy port. The Bordens were one of Fall River's founding families, along with the Braytons, the Durfees, and the Duvalls. However, the Bordens didn't live in the Highlands neighborhood known as the Hill with the other wealthy families. Instead, they lived in a comfortable, if more modest, house at 92 2nd Street. On August 4th, 1892, between the hours of 9.30 and 11 a.m., both Andrew Borden and his wife Abby were murdered by a hatchet. Although there was no physical evidence, Testimony from friends and neighbors was enough to lead to Lizzie Borden's arrest and trial. Lizzie's versions of events herself changed several times during the questioning. Lizzie was eventually acquitted, but her story didn't end with the trial. Ben Medeiros didn't believe in ghosts when he took the job at the Lizzie Borden Bed and Breakfast at 92 2nd Street in Fall River. He was more interested in history and what could be more historic than the Lizzie Borden house. The Bed and Breakfast had been faithfully redecorated to the way it looked in 1892. In fact, Ben enjoyed looking at the artifacts in the Lizzie Borden Museum. As night manager at the bed and breakfast, there wasn't really a lot to do once the guests were all in bed for the night. And on this particular evening, only a few of the rooms had guests. All was quiet at 1.30 a.m. The guests had retired to their rooms hours ago and Ben had updated his day's logs and conducted a safety check, making sure all doors and windows were locked. So with nothing left to do, uh, he went up into the Morse room where Abby Borden had died. Uh, There he sat on the bed and flipped through a magazine. From the corner of his eye, he caught movement in the hall. Ben thought it might be one of the guests who were up and about, so he went to the door and called out, Can I help you? But as he looked out into the hall, no one was there. Then he spotted a dark shadow going down the stairs to the first floor. Well, maybe the guest hadn't heard him, he thought. So he took off after them. 
But when he got to the landing, again, there was no one there. He went down to the first floor and searched each room. They were all empty. He went into the parlor where Andrew Borden had been murdered. And that's when he saw it. Not a person, but a tall shadow, blacker than black, standing in the corner. For a moment, Ben just stood there, trying to comprehend what it was he was seeing. Then all of a sudden, the shadow darted toward him. Ben braced for impact, but instead, the figure just whooshed right past him and disappeared into the hall. Ben turned and looked after it and was shocked to see that it continued not out the front door, but directly through it. As Ben would discover, strange happenings are normal at the Lizzie Borden bed and breakfast. When we return, we'll hear more about what ghostly experiences might await those who decide to stay the night at the Lizzie Borden house. And now, back to our story. If you dare, you can spend the night in the very room where Abby Borden met her end. If you do, you may be awoken in the night by the sound of a woman weeping, or you may hear loud footsteps echoing from the stairs. You may catch a glimpse of a woman in Victorian dress dusting the furniture. Presumably, maid Bridget Sullivan is still hard at work caring for the Borden house. You may also spot a dark, shadowy figure crossing from one room to the next. But whatever you do, don't go into the basement. A team of paranormal investigators did an investigation in the house. Now, paranormal investigators are not easily frightened, but when this group went into the cellar, they heard hissing sounds and maniacal laughter. And that was before they saw something that sent them all running out of the house. They may have come face to face with a tall, dark shadow figure that has often been seen there. You may get a whiff of a sulfur smell, a sure sign that an evil entity is present. Did you know that Andrew and Abby were not the first Bordens to be murdered on the property? Some 44 years before the murders involving Lizzie, Andrew Borden's uncle Lodwick lived at the house next door at 96 Second Street with his second wife, Eliza Darling Borden, and their three children. One day in 1848, suffering from what we now know as postpartum depression, Eliza took her three children down to the cellar and drowned them in the cistern. She then took her husband's straight razor and slit her own throat. This house is also believed to be haunted. Visitors often leave dolls and toys as gifts for the ghost children who still reside there. 
many people believe that the property that both of these houses sit on is actually cursed. Or it could be that that evil entity that people have been seeing in the cellar is the one that is causing people to do very bad things. So, if you find yourself vacationing in Fall River, Massachusetts, be sure to pay a visit to the Lizzie Borden Bed and Breakfast. Enjoy the sights of all the historic documents and photographs in the museum. And if you like, spend the night and see if any of the ghosts will come out to play. Thank you for listening to New England Ghost Stories. New episodes are added every other Thursday. This episode of New England Ghost Stories was written and produced by L.B. Kirkwood. Music by Vysislav Dragunov. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to New England Ghost Stories on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like our show, please leave us a five-star review. And if you have a story that you'd like to see covered in an upcoming podcast, please leave a comment on our website at newenglandghoststories.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Luna Casey. <laughs>